Hi everyone, I'm Jane, Cotswold Coach. Um, I thought it was about time that I started to record some relaxation exercises, some advice for anxiety and top tips really for surviving the current situation and how that will carry on in the future. I've been meaning to do this for so long and today I stepped out. Today is Thursday the 7th of May. I stepped out for a walk with my lovely dog Guinness um, who always helps to calm me down and I thought shall I try recording this out in nature? I thought this is never going to work, it's going to be a bit too noisy. Um, but I found myself a quiet spot in the lovely fields right beside the stream and you can hear it in the background, I'm so pleased. I did my first recording um, of some breathing, relaxation and it literally is no more than five minutes and by the time I talk you probably only do the breath for a couple of minutes but I want to get everybody um, into the mindset that you can do little things often I know it's very difficult when you have work, maybe children and lots of restrictions. It's very hard to get into the mindset of what can I do to help look after myself and ground myself. And literally the first one will be just five minutes of using the breath to calm down. Um, I'm going to go on and talk about lots and lots of things that will help you. Um, not only in difficult times but great habits to get into whenever... It, you start your journey of looking after yourself emotionally. Um, I am one of the biggest culprits when it comes to not doing the relaxation exercises and when I come to do them with my clients, either online or on the phone at the moment, I notice the benefit and it's about putting that time aside isn't it to do it. So I, I don't think I ever stop a session after doing some breathing or relaxation, not feeling the benefit of it. I think one of my top tips whenever you do relaxation isn't to judge how effective it was. It's about noticing that every day is different. You know that some days are easier than others with your work, with your family, um, with how you feel about yourself or your body. Some days it just comes nice and easy and some days it's just really difficult. It feels like an uphill battle. Well, it can be like that when we start relaxation. And the main thing to consider, I guess, is that you are doing something wonderful for your body. You're using the breath to calm down the nervous system and you're engaging the parasympathetic nervous system. Go and Google it, parasympathetic nervous system. Every time we sit down to watch some binge TV or we have reach for some chocolate or indeed a nice glass of wine or something, we are trying to calm ourselves down. And I can teach you how to do that simply with the breath. So, um, go on and enjoy. Um, this is just a brief introduction. Uh, go on and enjoy the first relaxation exercise. You're just simply breathing in and out for a count of seven, which hopefully will be teaching your subconscious to slow down the breath and listen to lovely birds and the babbling brook in the background, which were just the added bonus 
Um, obviously it was meant to be today that I did my first recording. Anyway, hope you're all doing well. If not, please do reach out to me. I'd be happy to help and give advice. And I look forward to uh, sharing, sharing some tips with you. Bye-bye. Hello. This brief visual exercise is to help when you've encountered someone who's been unkind to you. Perhaps has said some unkind words, said something cruel, given you a look that made you feel uncomfortable, and you're struggling to let go of it. This can happen in lots of situations, at work, at home, and it's our natural tendency to review the situation and look at what's happened. But all too often we take it really personally and it becomes torturous. We're reading over it and over it in our mind and it can last the whole day, if not days and days. We can't let it go because it's left unresolved. As you become aware of your thoughts about the situation, you might notice that everything you say to yourself with regard to the situation is personal. You assume it's you. What did I do? What did I say? What could I have done better? Why did I hurt someone? What have I done? Notice that you're reflecting on yourself. But don't forget, we need to be truly objective about situations, or it keeps us stuck in this frame of mind, being in the wrong. Naturally, when this happens, our fight-flight system kicks into action, ramps up the nervous system so that our body feels anxious. We're holding our shoulders, the tension in our neck, all on the huge assumption, perhaps that we've done something wrong, or worse, that we're a bad person. I invite you to use a simple technique to help if this is a situation you find yourself in lots of the time. It's about reflection. It's about taking on board perhaps something that you've said or done that you could have done differently or better. That makes you a good human being, seeing your part in things. What I'd like you to do, there's two steps to this. One is that once you've reviewed the situation, made the realisations about yourself, seen what you could have done differently, is to equally then, step one, pay the exact same attention to the other person. What have they done? What might be going on for them? What could they have done differently? Did they act with kindness? Did they act with compassion? Did they give you opportunity to resolve? Try and apply these rules to every situation you're finding difficult when it comes to other people. Review yourself and then review the other person. Try and do this immediately, every time. Practice it and practice it again so that you have a full picture of the story. That's truly being objective about what's happened in the situation. In an interaction, 
by its very definition, is between two people. You both have a responsibility to bear, but it doesn't mean that it's all you. The second thing to try, once you've practiced this for at least a month, notice how it feels. Does it feel slightly differently? Are you able to see the situation clearly? Are you able to release yourself from that bad feeling about yourself every time something happens and every time you're reviewing yourself? Once you've been practicing this for a month, then we move in to the second technique. It's a visual technique. When something like that happens, somebody shoots a phrase at you or a sentence and the words really mortally hurt you, I want you to close your eyes. Try this with me as I speak. Close your eyes and imagine that an armour is being placed upon you. Be an armour that somebody would wear in Game of Thrones. It could be an armour from a long time ago. Imagine it in your mind. Imagine it being placed onto your body. It might be a different armour. It might be a different colour. Imagine what it looks like. Imagine what it feels like. It's heavy, secure, it's strong. I want you to imagine those words that sit normally in our stomachs, in our hearts, and in our minds, playing over and over like a cycle around the body. Instead, notice as soon as those sentences and words start to come into your mind again, and you're about to replay it all again and go through it all again, close your eyes and imagine those words bouncing off the armour. Imagine them bouncing off and bouncing straight back to the person that said them. For those are their words, not yours. You choose what to absorb and what to reflect. Is it going to be helpful to you? Is it going to bring you learnings? Is it going to bring you compassion? And if it's not going to bring you anything but negative energy and thought processes, then let it bounce straight back again. Let that person take back the negativity, the curse words, the sarcastic slight, the mind game, the phrase that makes you double think. Let it bounce straight back to them because it's not going to do you any good. It's not going to bring you anything positive. You can try this exercise. It doesn't mean you're deflecting the importance of the situation. And if you feel like it is, then of course choose the first option to review. But review from both sides of the story. Always level up on what's really happened from both people. The second one will help you. It accesses the visual system. And your brain will work quicker at knowing it needs to bounce this back because it's not engaging the frontal lobe area, trying to think things through. That becomes hard work in itself. So practice this. See which technique works for you best.
can drop me a line and let me know how you got on. I'd be very happy to work on a deeper level with these techniques with you. Thanks, bye-bye. Hello. This brief visual exercise is to help when you've encountered someone who's been unkind to you. Perhaps has said some unkind words, said something cruel, given you a look that made you feel uncomfortable, and you're struggling to let go of it. This can happen in lots of situations, at work, at home, and it's our natural tendency to review the situation and look at what's happened. But all too often we take it really personally and it becomes torturous. We're reading over it and over it in our mind and it can last the whole day, if not days and days. We can't let it go because it's left unresolved. As you become aware of your thoughts about the situation, you might notice that everything you say to yourself with regard to the situation is personal. You assume it's you. What did I do? What did I say? What could I have done better? How have I hurt someone? What have I done? Notice that you're reflecting on yourself. But don't forget, we need to be truly objective about situations, or it keeps us stuck in this frame of mind, being in the wrong. Naturally, when this happens, our fight-flight system kicks into action, ramps up the nervous system so that our body feels anxious. We're holding shoulders, the tension in our neck, all on the huge assumption, perhaps, that we've done something wrong, or worse, that we're a bad person. I invite you to use a simple technique to help if this is a situation you find yourself in lots of the time. It's about reflection. It's about taking on board perhaps something that you've said or done that you could have done differently or better. That makes you a good human being, seeing your part in things. What I'd like you to do, there's two steps to this. One is that once you've reviewed the situation, made the realisations about yourself, seen what you could have done differently, is to equally then, step one, pay the exact same attention to the other person. What have they done? What might be going on for them? What could they have done differently? Did they act with kindness? Did they act with compassion? Did they give you opportunity to resolve? Try and apply these rules to every situation you're finding difficult when it comes to other people. Review yourself and then review the other person. Try and do this immediately, every time. Practice it and practice it again so that you have a full picture of the story. That's truly being objective about what's happened in the situation. And an interaction, by its very definition, is between two people. 
You both have responsibility to follow. It doesn't mean that it's all you. The second thing to try, once you've practiced this for at least a month, notice how it feels. Does it feel slightly differently? Are you able to see the situation clearly? Are you able to release yourself from that bad feeling about yourself every time something happens and every time you're reviewing yourself? Once you've been practicing this for a month, then we move in to the second technique. It's a visual technique. When something like that happens, somebody shoots a phrase at you, a sentence, and the words really mortally hurt you, I want you to close your eyes. Try this with me as I speak. Close your eyes and imagine that an armour is being placed upon you be an armour that somebody would wear in Game of Thrones. It could be an armour from a long time ago. Imagine it in your mind. Imagine it being placed onto your body. It might be a different armour. It might be a different colour. Imagine what it looks like. Imagine what it feels like. It's heavy, secure. It's strong. I want you to imagine those words that sit normally in our stomachs, in our hearts, and in our minds, playing over and over like a cycle around the body. Instead, notice as soon as those sentences and words start to come into your mind again, and you're about to replay it all again and go through it all again, close your eyes, imagine those words bouncing off the armour. Imagine them bouncing off and bouncing straight back to the person that said them. For those are their words, not yours. You choose what to absorb and what to reflect. Is it going to be helpful to you? Is it going to bring you learnings? Is it going to bring you compassion? And if it's not going to bring you anything but negative energy and thought processes, then let it bounce straight back again. Let that person take back the negativity, the curse words, the sarcastic slight, the mind game, the phrase that makes you double think. Let it bounce straight back to them because it's not going to do you any good. It's not going to bring you anything positive. You can try this exercise. It doesn't mean you're deflecting the importance of the situation. And if you feel like it is, then of course choose the first option to review. But review from both sides of the story. Always level up on what's really happened from both people. The second one will help you. It accesses the visual system. And your brain will work quicker at knowing it needs to bounce this back. Because it's not engaging the frontal lobe area, trying to think things through. That becomes hard work in itself. So practice this. See which technique works for you best. And drop me a line, let me know how you get on.
We're very happy to work on a deeper level with these techniques with you. Thanks, bye-bye. This recording is to help you unwind before going to sleep. I always advise using any of the progressive muscular relaxation exercises because they really help you focus on the body and help that distraction of the mind when thoughts are whizzing through, your to-do list is popping up and all the things that just come into your mind as you're trying desperately not to have those things come into your mind. Progressive muscular relaxation really helps focus on the body and help. But before you go to sleep, try and get into good habits. Making sure that you've eaten well, you've had enough to drink, perhaps had a nice bath. Try not to go onto social media or flicking through phone or internet at least an hour before bed. Try and bring back routines that helped you as a child. Going to bed an hour early to read, find a book that you might enjoy. If you're struggling to read at the moment, try and just do one or two pages. Don't expect any more and don't do any less each night. And gradually through practice this habit will return. Any worries or concerns, jot them down on a pad before we begin. That way they will be there. You can turn to them if you need time to think and problem solve. But they will less likely interrupt your relaxation time. It's very important to take care of the physical body before sleep. Have you had enough exercise today? If not, set an intention to remedy that the next day. Have you managed to do some nice gentle stretching, yoga, all the things that help your body come into alignment? Not to worry if those things haven't been done. Again, just set an intention, a note in your mind that these are some of the things you might like to try over the next few days. When worries of work, stress and busyness all build up, it's very difficult just to switch off and engage in relaxation. But it is in the act of trying, it is in the act of taking even if three or four minutes out of the exercise or a time when your mind is focused and your body is relaxed, it's all doing good. It's flexing the muscles. The parasympathetic nervous system is getting practice at calming you down. The key is not to expect to get rid of the stress immediately or even expect to reduce it dramatically. I always say look for one or two measures on a thermometer to know that you're causing an effect, to know that you're making a difference. And before long, over the course of a month, you'll actually truly notice a difference in your ability to, to relax and unwind.
before you begin, you focus in on the breath. Find a counting system that works for you. And the nature of counting helps you to bring the mind back to the present state. When you're beginning to use relaxation, always, I would advise, follow guided meditations. And you can find so many good ones on the internet. And try them all out. Write the ones down that make sense or save them on a playlist. Variety is sometimes a good way to find where you need to be. Know that before you begin, there are some problems you cannot solve. There are some things that happen in the day that you cannot change or you wish you'd done better. And it's the process of renewal, letting go, taking the learnings from each day, and beginning the next day renewed and refreshed as best you can be, but more so accepting where you are. As you prepare for sleep, try and imagine three learnings from your day. You struggle to find three, one is always a good start. And perhaps set an intention for your next day based on those learnings. Set an intention, for example, to look up something of interest, to try not to react if somebody at work is particularly bothering you, to breathe before you speak, to take a moment before you act. These are all simple but powerful intentions. There'll always be things to do. There'll always be things on the to-do list. This is part of being a productive human being. But just take a moment to slow down. And now begin to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Knowing that after this review, it's time to relax. See how long you're holding the in-breath, how many counts, what is natural for you today. If you can hear the wind in the background of this recording, I'm walking through a forest and there's lots of butterflies fluttering onto my path. And as your thoughts come in, the ones that aren't as helpful. Just let them flutter past like butterflies. Breathe slowly. Prepare your body for sleep. I'm going to scan and notice how you feel in your head, the back of your head, the top of your head. Just notice how it feels. 
Your neck. Your shoulders. Just gently stretch out as I talk through each body part. Even just a minute movement to stretch. Your face, your forehead, your nose, your mouth, and your chin. Your chest, your tummy, your lower tummy. Again, the shoulders, the back, the top, right down to your lower back. Let's check in how it all feels, preparing it for sleep. Your waist, your lower abdomen. Your bottom, your glutes, your hamstrings, the tops of your legs collectively, your knees, all start to feel a little bit calmer, ready for sleep. Imagine thoughts just like butterflies, they land for a moment and then they take flight again. Coming back to your shins, your calves, your ankles, and your foot. Just give your toes a gentle, warm wriggle. And just set the intention to yourself that you're ready for sleep. Breathe even deeper. Don't try and change what's going on in the mind. Don't try and change your body. Merely make little adjustments here and there. Let energy run through and flow through the body. And tell yourself, I'm ready for sleep. I'm ready for peaceful sleep. And you can set an intention. Tonight I would like to dream about the forest. Tonight I'd like to dream about the beach. Tonight I'd like to dream about meeting with friends or family. And slowly drift off. A peaceful, calm sleep. Sleep tight. Hello. I'm going to talk to you today a little about forgiveness and we're going to do a brief guided meditation for about five to ten minutes on forgiveness and finding it in the body. So we're going to begin by relaxing the body as best we can. I want you to find somewhere comfortable to sit or lie down where your neck Head and shoulders are supported, your body is supported, and you feel relaxed without interruptions. And allow yourself five or ten minutes 
just to ground yourself today. We're going to want to think about forgiveness in terms of our relationships. Whether these be romantic relationships, friendships, family, work, then it's likely to be a whole host of issues, wrongdoings, things that people have said or done to you, which has left you with resentment in various forms, various intensities. What happens over the years, these resentments build up, but they build up and get stored in our body, in our hearts and in our minds. The body is literally weighed down like a shopping bag with each of these resentments. And all we know how to do is to push them down deeper into the body so that we're carrying it around. We try to forget, but sometimes we don't take the extra step in forgiveness. Forgiveness, according to the grief recovery method, is to cease to hold resentment towards. To cease to hold resentment towards someone or something. This is really important because holding resentment itself is subjective. You are in fact carrying the resentment, the pain and the hurt, whilst the other person is free from what they have done or said to you. Forgiveness is also giving up the hope of a better or different yesterday. Giving up the hope of a different or better yesterday. Thinking about the hopes, dreams and expectations we had for that relationship. Forgiveness is not to condone. That's very important. Forgiveness is not to condone, to treat as if trivial, harmless, or of no importance. That is where perhaps in our society we have mistaken the explanation of forgiveness. When we forgive, we do not treat as if something that person has done is trivial or harmless or of no importance. We are actually letting go of the resentment and pain attached to those events. So ask yourself to think now about a particular relationship where you are holding resentment. I want you to allow yourself for the next five minutes to step into this. We're going to see if you're ready to bring forgiveness to this relationship and to this person. This will be freeing up your emotional luggage 
This will be freeing you up spiritually, creating space, creating love and warmth and positive energy, raising your vibration. Psychologically, you're making space and getting rid of negative emotions attached to a particular event. You're stopping the connections from being stronger. You're stopping the memory system from having that association of what happened all those years ago. Because undoubtedly, the effect of what happened all those years ago will be affecting your current and future relationships on a subconscious level if you're not aware of this already. It's true we cannot change what someone has said or done to us, but we can let it go, we can let it free us. If you find a block that I don't want to let it go, ask yourself why this is. Breathe deeply and slowly, asking yourself why you want or wish to hold on to this resentment, why your subconscious is letting you or holding on to this resentment. Ask yourself why. It is undoubtedly partly because of safety, partly because of pride, we do not want to forgive someone who's done something wrong to us, as if acknowledging it will somehow be honourable to us. Perhaps if we let this go it will happen again, so holding that memory will keep us safe, to look out for the signs, to look out for what could be going wrong. This is creating suspicion rather than an open and free heart. For if someone is going to do wrong to us, we have no control over that. Perhaps is it better to deal with this with an open and loving heart? than a wounded, closed heart. I want you to dig down deep. Remember the event that's causing this pain. Think about this event. And now pay attention to where you're finding it and feeling it in the body. Notice where this is. Perhaps it is around the forehead, causing the forehead to feel heavy. Perhaps you're feeling it in the neck or shoulders. Perhaps you're feeling it exactly in the centre of your chest, like your heart. Perhaps in your stomach. Hold with this for a moment. Ask yourself, do you want to let this pain go? 
Ask yourself, are you ready to let go of this resentment? We will take the next step to utter the words of forgiveness. Trust the process. We don't think about forgiveness. We do it as an act. And then we see how we feel afterwards. If you're not ready to do this, just breathe steadily and acknowledge the pain, acknowledge the heart, and acknowledge that you find the source of this resentment. And now I want you to try to utter the words, I forgive you for what you've done. I was hurt. I was devastated. I was ashamed. I was shocked. I loved you. Find the words that fit for this relationship and add the person's name into the sentence. And now say it out loud to yourself. Take a deep breath and step into the sentence. I forgive you for what you did. And now I add the emotion that you felt at the time. There may be many. Well done. Now say it one more time in one fluid sentence. And breathe. Let whatever emotions come up for you. Let tears rise or anger or hurt. Do not make the mistake of pushing this down. Keep breathing. Keep breathing until the nervous system returns to calm. Keep breathing slowly. Let tears come up. Let sickness feelings come up. Let anything come up in your body and just notice it. Take your time. It may take five or ten minutes of breathing and relaxation to begin to feel grounded at once again. You've just issued a forgiveness. One of the deepest emotional gestures that we have as humanity. Stepping into it, just notice how it felt. And for the next few days, notice if anything changes regarding this event. Let emotions come up, jot them down. And get in touch with me to discuss this. I can help you deepen this practice for this relationship and for others. Take good care. Okay, Max. So what I'd like you to do is just to close your eyes and get as comfortable as you can. What I want you to do is just sort of push the shoulders back and relax them again. Bring the shoulders up to the ears and let them drop again. And just start to focus in on the next 20 minutes of relaxation. 
And what we're going to do is focus on the breath first of all. And then we're going to go through the progressive muscular relaxation, which is tensing muscles and relaxing them. And try not to bring any prejudgment to the exercises, but just concentrate on the movements at the time you're doing them. It will help you to switch off and relax. So just as you acknowledge how you're feeling at the moment, just notice any emotions that you're sort of feeling today any anxiety, frustration, tiredness, any sadness, loneliness, a whole range of emotions that you might be experiencing today. And now we're going to focus on the breath. So I'm going to count, use counts of four and I'd like you to breathe in for a count of four, hold it and then release. And if you find that your thoughts are worrying or your mind is busy, try not to worry, just keep coming back to the counts and that usually helps focus in on the relaxation. So we'll begin breathing in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four. Breathe in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four. Breathe in, two, three, four. And out, two, three, four. Breathe in, two, three, four. And out, two, three, four. Breathe in, two, three, four. And out, two, three, four. Breathe in, two, three, four. And out, two, three, four. Breathe in, two, three, four. And out, two, three, four. Breathe in, two, three, four. And out, two, three, four. Breathe in, two, three, four. And out, two, three, four. Breathe in, two, three, four. And out, two, three, four. Now we're going to lengthen the breath slightly. Try not to force your breath, but just gently guide it to extend the breath. So breathe in, two, three, four, hold, and out, two, three, four, five. Breathe in, two, three, four, hold, and out, two, three, four, five. Breathe in, two, three, four, hold, and out, two, three, four, five. Breathe in, two, three, four, hold. And out, two, three, four, five. Breathe in, two, three, four, hold. And out, two, three, four, five. Now just continue with slowing down the breath 
and just notice how you're feeling, if it's taking effort or it's feeling more difficult to concentrate today than other days. Just allow that to be the case because if you're finding it difficult, we can only get better from here. It's really common to struggle to shut the mind off and begin to relax. It takes a lot of practice and lots of thoughts will come into your mind or things that you need to do or things that you don't want to forget. In the beginning it's really common and just return to the counting of the breath. So breathe in, two, three, four, five, out, two, three, four, five. Breathe in, two, three, four, five, and out, two, three, four, five. Breathe in, two, three, four, five, and out, two, three, four, five. Breathe in, two, three, four, five, and out, two, three, four, five. Breathe in, two, three, four, five, and out, two, three, four, five. Breathe in, two, three, four, five, and out, two, three, four, five. Breathe in, two, three, four, five, and out, two, three, four, five. Well done. We're going to move on to the progressive muscular relaxation. Essentially, it's about tensing muscles and relaxing muscles. So we're going to begin. First of all, I'd like you to pull your right ear towards your right shoulder. Now I'd like you to hold that stretch and hold that tension. Just notice the tension in the right side. And slowly bring your head back to centre. And follow with two breaths. Now I'd like you to repeat that exercise, tilting your left ear towards your left shoulder. Hold it there, notice the tension created in the neck area. Hold it there. And relax, let the head come back to centre. Let it feel a little bit heavy and a little bit warm. Next thing I'd like you to do is to tilt your chin towards your chest. Just dipping it down towards the chest. Just notice the tension in the back of the neck. Feel the heat generated as those muscles are activated. Continue to breathe and relax. Bring your head back to centre. 
follow with two deep breaths. And on your next out breath, I'd like you to tilt your head up towards the ceiling, pushing the chin up towards the ceiling. Notice the tension again in the neck area. Hold it there. And relax, bring your head back to centre. It's really common to feel a little bit woozy and a bit warm when we do head and neck exercises and that's completely normal. Just breathe steadily and slowly. Bring your mind back to the breath. Next thing I'd like you to do is to screw your eyes tightly shut. Just hold it there. Notice the incredible tension along the forehead. And relax the forehead. Allow that feeling of relief and release. And breathe slowly. Next thing I'd like you to do while your eyes are closed is to raise both eyebrows. Again, noticing the tension along the forehead. And relax. Let the forehead completely relax. Imagine the skin flattening and returning normal. Breathe steadily and even. Take two deep breaths. Next thing I'd like you to do, moving into the mouth and jaw area, is to purse your lips tightly shut. And then add the tongue to press against the roof of the mouth. Notice the tension as the teeth press into the lip area. Notice how uncomfortable that feeling is, pressing the tongue against the roof of the mouth. Notice the tension in the jaw area and the cheeks as you hold that position. Notice the restriction of the breath and now relax. Take three steady breaths. Always trying to make sure the in-breath and the out-breath are equal in length. Okay. So next we're going to move down to the shoulder area and what I'd like you to do, even though you're seated, is just to push your shoulders back as if you're trying to bring the shoulder blades closer together. Notice the tension in the neck, the arms and shoulders and the back as you do this stretch. Notice the heat that's generated when the tension is there. 
we're showing the body the difference between tension and relaxation. And relax the shoulders. Just enjoy that feeling as you relax the area that you've just been working on. You feel a little bit heavier, a little bit warmer. You may even feel sleepy as you begin to feel relaxed. And the next thing I'd like you to do is to hold your arms straight out in front of you and clench your fist. Just hold it tight. Feel the heat and how the body is having to struggle to hold this position. And relax. Let the arm flop down. Take two deep breaths. With each exercise, you're feeling a little calmer, a little warmer, and more relaxed. Now I'd like you to do the opposite on the left hand side, raising your arm straight out in front of you and clenching your fist. Hold it there and notice the tension. Notice how the breath is restricted as we do this. It's harder to take a deep breath as part of the body is tensing. Hold it there and relax. Let the arm flop onto your lap or by your side. Consciously let the shoulders and arms relax. Let them feel heavy and warm. Try not to judge how you're feeling or judge any progress, but just accept how it is. Now moving just to the tummy area, what I'd like you to do is to hold your tummy in as if you're trying to be as slim as possible, holding the muscles tense by holding the tummy in. So notice the heat generated and potentially the pain that can begin if we're over tensing the muscle area. Just hold it there. Notice the tension and relax. Let the tummy relax. Let your back and arms and shoulders and hands and fists relax. Let the head feel heavy, feel warm. 
telling your body everything is okay. I'm moving on to the final part of the relaxation. We are 16 and a half minutes in. So just check in with yourself how you're feeling. Now what we're going to do is a couple of exercises on the legs. The first thing I'd like you to do is to squeeze your legs close together, pressing your thighs together. Notice the tension using these huge muscle groups. Just hold it there. Notice the heat that's generated. These are the largest muscle groups in the body. Notice the discomfort and take notice how you may be actually tensing your muscles in this way throughout the day at times without realising. And relax. Let the legs relax. And take two deep breaths. And finally, the right leg, I'd like you to stretch your right leg out in front of you. Don't overstretch any area that's painful or has injury. Just notice that feeling of tension. And relax the leg. Let the foot come onto the floor and feel connected to the ground. Relax that whole side of the body. You're not going to ask it to do any more. Breathe steadily and evenly. Notice how the breath has probably found its own rhythm. And moving on to do the same on the left leg, just stretching it straight out in front of you if you're seated. You don't have to have it completely straight, but you'll notice the point where the tension is almost unbearable as you hold that whole area. And the rest of the body will struggle to support you. and relax. Let the left foot come to the ground. Now feel both soles of the feet on the ground, knowing that you're not going to ask your body to do any more, only to relax. See if you can deepen the breath now into relaxation. And we're not looking for a huge change, we're looking for the possibility of in change or improvement in your levels of anxiety. And keep breathing slowly and steadily and enjoy any feelings of relaxation you may have gained. You're only beginning this journey and it does take time and practice to develop this. But if used two to three times a day people start to notice a real difference even if it's just moments 
where they're relieved from the feeling of anxiety or stress because they're focused on ex the exercises in the relaxation. So as you continue to breathe slowly, just scan the body. Notice how the head, neck and shoulders feel nice and warm and heavy. Notice any remaining tension. You can gently stretch this off if you feel inclined. Your arms, elbows, wrists, hands and fingers should feel nice and warm, nice and heavy. Your chest, your back, your lower back and your tummy all feeling warm and relaxed. Moving down the body to your legs, your knees, your ankles, your feet and toes, giving them all permission to feel relaxed. For the simple premises, if the body begins to feel relaxed, the mind will too. And at this stage, we are just looking for moments where we feel that. So just relax for a moment and when I Begin to count down from five, you'll get ready to open your eyes whenever I get to one. But in the moment, in the meantime, you can relax. As you're relaxing, perhaps just think about the times in the day where you may feel more anxious. Perhaps a difficulty in getting to sleep. And perhaps think of two times throughout your day or evening that you could practice this relaxation. Some days will be easier than others. Ask yourself if you can commit to this practice a couple of weeks to see if it's going to help and make a difference to you. And so five, just think about how you're feeling in your body. Four, just think about the weather outside. Three, just become aware of the sounds around you outside the room and two just gently move your toes maybe stretch your shoulders and one taking your time slowly open your eyes Hi Jemima, this is especially for you, um, a recorded diaphragmatic breathing exercise just as we practice together. You've only done it once so it is a skill to build um, over weeks and months to be honest. But some people take to it and you really did so well done. So we're just going to do sort of five minutes of breathing and the idea is that you're giving your body 
five minutes of calm relaxation whenever you do this, um, as well as all the other things that we're going to put together. But this is just a wonderful break for your nervous system and it tells the mind, oh, the body's relaxing, so everything must be okay. So it tells the mind to relax too. So it's one of the first things that I teach working with anxiety and there's lots of different breathing stuff I'm going to show you, um, particularly to help when you've had horrible panic attacks. Um, so remember to get yourself in a nice comfy position. If you're at home, you can do this lying down, that's even better. Um, I'm out walking in a lovely field on a lovely sunny but windy day. So um, get as comfy as you can. It's a really good idea if you can to close your eyes because you're just closing off any external uh, noise or distraction and you're re really t starting to turn your mind towards the body. You're coming inward to start to focus on what's going on inside your body. So what I'd like you to do, if you can, put one hand on your chest and one hand on your tummy. And remember this breathing is almost learning the opposite way that we've all become accustomed to when we're breathing, just using the chest. So we know that as babies, if you've ever noticed little babies sitting on the floor, their tummies push right out when they're breathing and in. It's really visible. Um, and that is because they are using diaphragmatic breathing. So they haven't learnt the bad habits that we have through our adulthood, which is breathing from the chest. So when we're using the diaphragmatic breathing, you know you're doing it right when you breathe in and your tummy pushes out. And then the next movement should be lovely and easy because you're just breathing out slowly and letting your tummy fall back down into place, into a resting position. So you're gonna breathe in and push the tummy out and then you're gonna breathe out and let your tummy just fall back to a lovely resting position. So you are learning the opposite movement to what we did before, which was breathe in, raise our shoulders, raise our chest, and almost suck our tummies in. That's what we've got used to doing. So it's the opposite way, and I'm on a mission to train everybody to use the diaphragm once again. So, close your eyes, get nice and comfortable, and we're just going to do a few minutes of this breathing. Before you do, just notice how you feel. Any emotions, whether you feel anxious or neutral or I've got a few worries going on or I'm feeling a bit down today, just notice that and maybe pop a number on the scale for the diary that I'll send you so that we just get a measure before you do the relaxation of how you're feeling. Okay, so we're going to breathe in, two, three, four and out, two, three, Four. Breathe in, push the tummy out. Three, four. Breathe out, let the tummy fall back to normal. Breathe in, two, three, four. Breathe out, two, three, four. Breathe in, push the tummy out. Three, four, and breathe out. Let the tummy fall back to a comfy position. Breathe in, two, three, four and out, two, three, four. Breathe in, two, three, 
four and out two three four in two three four and out two three four in two three four and out two three four in two three four and out two three four breathe in two three four and out two three four breathe in two three four and out two three four so well done we're not going to stop there but i'm just going to remind you that it's really common when we start to do relaxation exercises that it's sort of hard to switch our mind off our mind can be busy whirring in the background like oh my goodness i forgot to do this or oh don't forget to do that later or oh i'm just starting to find myself thinking about this or about that friend or about this or that or this or that and it's really normal it's taken me years to learn to focus but the most helpful tip i can give you is that you pay attention to the counts and that will bring your focus back to you and the body rather than on distracting mind thoughts so let's continue just focus on the numbers and the counts if that helps you stay with the breath so breathe in two three four and out two three four breathe in two three four and out two three four in two three four and out two three four in two three four and out two three four in two three four and out two three four in two three four and out two three four in two three four and out two three four in two three four out two three four in two three four and out two three four in two three four and out two three four and in two three four and out two three four in two three four and out two three four and in two three four and out two three four well done just continue for one more minute and we'll extend the breath slightly so we'll breathe in two three four hold and out two three four in two three four hold and out two 
three, four, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four. So well done. So this is only four or five minutes of breathing, focused breathing. And you may just start to find that you actually could begin to relax from here. So bearing in mind when I do long relaxations, they can last 30 to 40 minutes. So you can imagine the lovely deep effect that that can, can have. So well done. You've just done five minutes of really lovely relaxation for your body. It's all good. You're calming the nervous system. You're sending signals to the brain that everything's okay. And we're working on that overall level of anxiety and stress to bring it down slowly, sort of notch by notch on the ladder. And doing as much of this as possible is going to be one of the things that helps. So well done. Don't forget to do it again later this afternoon or maybe in the evening before bedtime. And take a note now when you've finished how you feel. You don't have to expect any change in your emotion. Some days are easier than others. Some days you get a difference, some days you don't, but it doesn't matter because it's all doing good for your body. So well done, good luck. See you next time. <laughs>